When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve is out. Dawn McLean is in. Yesterday we had the sad, sad news that um, Carl Reiner had passed away at the age of 98. 98. Wow. 98. Well, his best friend was Mel Brooks, and Mel Brooks put this tweet out. He said, Carl was a giant unmatched in his contributions to entertainment. He created comedy gems like The Dick Van Dyke Show, The Jerk, and Where's Papa? I made I met him in 1950 when he joined Sid Caesar on your show of shows, and we've been best friends ever since. I loved him. When we were doing the 2,000-year-old man together, there was no better straight man in the world. So whether he wrote or performed or he was just your best friend, nobody could do it better. He'll be greatly missed. A tired cliche in times like this. But in Carl Reiner's case, it's absolutely true. He will be greatly missed. Oh, my God. That is heartbreaking. I think we have a a clip of the 2,000-year-old man that we'll uh, try to find. But um, Max Brooks, who is the son of Mel, he just did the sweetest video. Remember, he was talking to his dad from outside. Yes, Max Brooks also. uh, Yeah, I've met him. Uh, You have? Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Name dropper. Yeah, Where'd sorry. you meet him? Uh, he wrote a book about zombies, and I had the book signed. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Well, he wrote, I've known Carl Reiner my whole life, and I can't imagine a world without him. A loss for me, a loss for my family, a loss for all of us. Aww. Oh, my God. I hate this. Um, what else? Dick Van Dyke tweeted. He said he had a deeper understanding of the human condition than I think even he was aware of steve martin who is the star of the jerk Mm -hmm. uh goodbye to my greatest mentor in movies and in life thank Uh, you dear carl oh Oh my god i can't and it's just so sweet clooney even wrote something carl reiner made every room he walked into funnier smarter kinder it all seemed so effortless carl by the way played saul bloom in george clooney's oceans 11 movies that's right i forgot that oh gosh uh here's a little clip of um the two thousand year old man this gentleman here is one of the phenomena of the world he is two thousand years old (laughs) that's true sir yes you want to see my driver's license no no we we have the mail clinic has checked you out and said that you are two thousand 
In the origin of words, for instance, a simple word like cheese, where did that come cheese from? Cheese is a lovely story how we get the word cheese in our, in our vernacular. <laughs> in the year 28- there was an old farmer, and he, a gentleman, came to his land and said, I'm so thirsty, may I have a little dipper milk? Ah. And he said, certainly, go over to the barrel. He not knowing that the barrel of milk had soured, see? Ah. So this poor beggar man came to the barrel and opened up from the top and looked Looked in and looked down and went, cheese! <laughs> oh, he won Aww. a Grammy for that whole album, which I've never listened to, The 2,000-Year-Old Man. It sounds hilarious. I never listened to it either. So he's basically, Mel Brooks is delivering all the funny lines. Right, and he's setting he's him up. He's a straight man. That's yeah, awesome. Oh. Of course, he's also the father of Rob Reiner, who played Meathead on All in the Family. Um, of course, he became a celebrated director in his own right. Mm-hmm. And um, he um, issued a statement yesterday that said, last night, my dad passed away. As I write this, my heart is hurting. He was my guiding light. Oh, God, I can't take it. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> He also um, um, won the um, Mark Twain Prize. I'm so verklempt, you guys. The Mark Twain Prize for American Humor. And Jerry Seinfeld was there to pay him the ultimate compliment. He said, I think Carl Reiner is funnier than Mark Twain. Oh. That's sweet. Oh, man. So, all right. Just, uh, you know, we know we had the story yesterday, but this is just, you know, all the tributes coming in and everything. We thought we should do good by Carl. Yeah. Carl, there's a name you don't hear anymore. Oh, Carl. Carl. Carl, just on Walking Dead. Oh, is it's there a, a Carl on Walking Dead? Yeah, it's it's um, Andrew Lincoln. Uh, it's it's his son on the show. Oh. And he, um, he overdoes his accent on the show. Oh, really? Rick Grimes. Carl. And he so it comes out Coral. And so there are a lot of memes out there. There that say coral. Oh my gosh. Coral. Coral. Yeah. Get in here so I can eat you. I have some. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh. Is that what they do on The Walking Dead? <laughs> oh yeah, but he's not eating his own son. He's not a zombie. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Rick Grimes. Okay. Um, I have information about Ozark. Okay. Do, are you a fan? Do you watch it? I've watched a few episodes. I was going to get on board and i just couldn't there was too many well i'm not going to be one of those people that freak out and tell you you have to watch it tonight okay because that just makes me go i'm not gonna do it okay you know it started off a little weird and slow and i just i think i got to the point where they were just heading to the ozarks okay yeah it's it's really great but um so all the fans uh, out there will be sad to hear that this upcoming season will wrap up the Birds Money Laundering Madness in a total of not 10 episodes, but 14 episodes. So most of them are 10. Okay. So it's an extra long season, and they're going to break it up into two seven-part halves. So it's kind of like we get five seasons out of it. So it's going to be like a half season, and then they're going to wait into the next half. Okay. Okay, so yeah. seven at a time. Um, I like that. I like that, too, because so far... It's consistently in three seasons, not Jump the Shark. Because wow, a lot okay. of times, series will not do well. And it's always delivered each wow, season. okay, that's good to know. Yeah, I've never been like, I don't know, I don't like this season. It just hooks you in right away. I feel like the thing about Ozark is that it is very stressful. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, the, the first episode, like, so many bad things happen. And I, I, I but oh, Donna, God. you watch a lot of dark stuff. I know. I think you can handle this. I think there's a lot of um, stuff. You watched Breaking Bad, right? Yes. But you didn't love it. It was fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was fine. It, it has a similar feel to it. Okay. Um, yeah. But uh, I think Jason Bateman is just such an outstanding actor. Uh, Laura Linney, however you feel about her, she Love bugs. Her. Okay. Well, you'll, yeah. I mean, she's great. She gets a little, um, uh, her smile bugs me after a while. I'm like, stop grinning like that. Oh, it's so annoying. God. But overall, I'm glad they're going to wrap it up and do a good job okay. with this next season. Cool. Yeah. Well, speaking of Breaking Bad, um, if you still want more Breaking Bad, you are in luck because there is a new documentary about the series coming out next month. So this is going to dive into the themes and characters along with the real life events that are kind of loosely inspired some of those episodes. Okay. It's called The Broken and the Bad. Is it, it on Netflix? Where are we seeing this? This is going to be on AMC. AMC, okay. And I couldn't even remember when it where it aired. AMC, yeah. And this is going to be hosted by Giancarlo Esposito, who played Gus, Gus. Fring. Yes! Oh, he's a great uh, he actor. He's great. Yeah. Great in this, for sure. So, so I scary. check it out. So scary. It, yeah, one of those performances that it's very understated, but scarier than people that would scream and yell. Right. You're just like, oh, no, here you're, he comes. Yeah, you're like, he just seems way too composed. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> Wait, is he the one? Yeah, he was Gus, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was great because he seems just very composed. And you're like, there's something really bad underneath that. Oh, sure. That composure, for sure. So that's coming out next month. We'll remind you as it gets closer. When we come back on the Donna and Steve show featuring Don McLean today, uh, we got studies. Yes, we do. You want to do. study? We got study. We do. We have how meditation can change your brain. Ooh. And I wanted to address some confusion over COVID-19. Okay. Okay. I like it. Let's get to it. Coming up next on My Talk 1071. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to the Donna and Steve show. Without Steve, Don McLean filling in today on My Talk 1071. Thank you to the person who sent me um, a cookie puss. Um, Excuse me. Paula just wrote, check out this cookie puss, Donna. And it was from Amy Sedaris. She just wrote, you know, just put a Carvel cookie puss cake up. <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to show you what he looks cookie like. Puss you know what he is looks a, like. Yeah, I know. It's an East Coast hey, thing. Hey, buddy. Yeah. yeah, it's like an ice cream cake that yes. you could get from Carvel. Not to be confused with Cookie Opus, who only comes out for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? <laughs> no. Oh, cute. He's so great. All right. Thank you. Okay. Um, let's do this. Yeah, let's get serious. Oops. Let's do that. Studies have shown yeah. that... Medi- studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings are study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Well, I'm not Steve Patterson, but I am Don McLean, and I have a report from Harvard Gazette, Harvard Research Study about the brain in depressed patients uh, and how meditation can permanently like change your brain. Oh, this is great news. So they studied this um, because the conditions benefits against or they show that if you meditate, 
there are a whole bunch of things that you can not cure, but the symptoms can go away, like post-traumatic stress disorder, fibromyalgia, psoriasis, anxiety, irritable bowel syndrome. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so both physical and mental, it can help. Um, So now they have research backing this up, and they do this through fMRIs, which are functional magnetic resonance imaging. So a regular MRI, but it not only takes a picture of the brain like a regular MRI does, but it also records brain activity occurring in the scan. Okay. So this researcher, um, they had two subjects. uh, Well, they had two groups, like a control group and then a group of subjects who learned to meditate over the course of two months. So she scanned them, not while they were meditating, but while they were performing everyday tasks and the people that learned to meditate, it still detected changes in the subject's brain patterns from the beginning to the end of the study. So even when you're not meditating, it showed the same amount of stasis and calm essentially in your brain. Then this is awful. I don't know how they got these people to do this, but um, they had this other group who didn't meditate and practice mindful meditation, and they had them reflect on phrases common in the self-chatter of depressed patients, such as, I'm such a loser, I can't go on. Mm. Okay? So, I mean, can you imagine you're paid to think about this for five minutes? Right? I'm a loser, over and over again. And then they took those, compared them, and had the people who meditated, gave them the same phrases, and their brain remained calm, like okay. they were in a meditative state. So they were able, I don't know if you ever have negative thoughts about yourself yeah. that aren't productive. And you can't quiet them it's sometimes. Like yeah. PTSD people have this problem where right. we just see the same images over and over again and we can't get out of that. People that learn to meditate, this study says that what they can do is they can reject those thoughts and they can go back to just like, you can hear it, but it doesn't affect you physically. Well, that's really promising. Yes. Awesome. It is really promising. Have you meditated before? Have you tried to? I have. I use, I learned how to do it when I went to the school of metaphysics where I went to study dreams. Okay. Part of it was like dream interpretation, um, meditation, and also, this is, sounds very woo-woo, but I really did learn that I'm not a victim of life, that life doesn't happen to me. I have the ability to take what happens to me and then respond to that in whatever way I want. Sure. Okay. And so I'm not like, you know, series of unfortunate events happen to you. You just sometimes can be overwhelmed by that and get stuck in the poor me. Right. And then that is such a negative space that more bad stuff comes into right. your life. Right. It's like so, man, you man, manifest your thoughts. Uh, exactly. Right. So I learned how to uh, reframe what came to me and see it as opportunities to learn and grow. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh. Nice. I work on it all the time. Trust that's me. Awesome. It's not something that is like, it's just something I work on all the time, but right. I learned to do it and it made me so much happier. Meditation was a part of that. Okay. To just stop all the chatter. Sure. On. Quiet so, it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do we know about COVID-19? Well, this is what we don't know. I hear this a lot and it worries me. So I actually looked it up last night mm-hmm. so I would be informed about this. Went to the uh, World Health Organization website and the CDC. Um, I think I hear from time to time people thinking that if you get the coronavirus that you're now immune like it's chicken pox. oh yeah we, they don't know that right no yeah. there is not enough research out there that supports that and if you go to the cdc website or the who website you will see that they don't know enough about this because people have tested positive they recover and then they can be positive again right they're not sure if those if it is still just in their body laying dormant or if they've contracted it again. But I think there's a big misconception out there. I hear it, like I heard it on a podcast the other day saying, and I saw it in an article about a football team who, you know, uh, it was a minor league team who wanted all of their players just to get it so they would be, I saw that. And I'm like, that's not how it works. That's no. And I thought, oh no, am I wrong about this? But I looked it up and they basically say they don't know enough yet. So please don't be ill-informed when right. it comes to this that just because you had it that you are now it's like the chicken pox and you can't get it right again. right well uh dr fauci issued a dire new warning about the virus yes. the coronavirus yesterday he was testifying for the senate health education labor and pensions committee and he said we could see a hundred thousand new cases per day soon because we have 40,000 new every day. Right. And he says, we're not in, contr- in control right now. We're not in total control. It's going to be very, very disturbing. I'll guarantee you that. Because when you have an outbreak in one part of the country, even though in other parts of the country they're doing well, they are vulnerable. They're all f- because we have states that are, it's not just those states like Arizona right now. Uh, is one of them. Right. They're they're closing again. Right. Because it's just getting out of control. He noted that the rate has risen very significantly among young people who tend to be, not to generalize, but they tend to not be so concerned. Right. Um, He said he saw a lot of people who may uh, maybe felt that because they didn't think they were um, vulnerable. There's still a lot of people that I hear saying that. Yeah. Um, I know. He said they're getting infected. Um, You know, the biggest uptick I think I saw yesterday in the same report is people in their 20s. Yep. Yep. Is this because a lot of bars reopened? You know, that's a great question. It's like wear a damn mask. Just when you're out among other people, that's how you get the transmission rate down. You know, it's true. Um, Yeah. And maybe... If you go to a bar, don't sit at the bar with a bunch of people. Stand in the corner with your mask on. Yeah, be a wallflower. It's okay.
We've done it for years, haven't we, Don? Yes, we have. And yeah. look at us now. Yeah. Uh, hey, when we come back, we got news. Welcome back, you guys. Thanks for listening to my talk 1071. You know, our resource page is presented by AARP, and we've got all the info you need during the coronavirus pandemic. We've got fun stuff, we've got serious stuff. You can find ideas on what to watch, what to read, what to listen to, uh, plus a whole lot more. The My Talk resource continues to guide you through this um, pandemic. So check it out at mytalk1071.com. The keyword is resource. So, what is this about who's Claire? Claire Crawley is the new Bachelorette. Oh. Now, have you ever watched any Bachelor, Bachelorette? Yeah. Okay, do you know Claire? Because she's been a part of the franchise for a long time. <sighs> mm. She is, uh, She's she's been on Bachelor in Paradise several times. She's a sweet girl who's a little ditzy, but overall, she'll be a great bachelorette. I think everybody kind of is pulling for Claire. Everybody wants to see Claire with somebody. She's not just some random that showed up like last season. Okay, You know what I mean? She's been around the block. Gotcha. (laughs) And so she hasn't ever had a lot of luck with love. So uh, She's she's, beautiful. She's a new bachelorette. Um, So they are uh, Rob Mills, who is the oversees the Bachelor franchise. He's one of the producers. He was on with Ryan on his radio show on Ryan Seacrest and he revealed the plans that they're setting in place for having this season during the pandemic he explained that everyone contestant and crew will be tested for coronavirus and then isolated before and during production so the season is set to start shooting in about a month adding it will mostly be in one location so they're essentially creating um, a bubble and they don't leave that. Once they are tested for the coronavirus, they're not going to be traveling the world like they have in the past. Okay. Like, so it's going to be different. You know, it's a little disappointing because part of the fun is like, oh, my Seeing God, where they get to go. You made it through to that round where you get to go to Europe. Right. Like, who cares if you get, you know. Yes. If you get picked, you get to see the world. Yeah. You get to go on fun trips. I'm sure that there's a lot of uh, bad things about it. I'm sure it's a grueling schedule, but that's a little bit of the difference there. Are you going to watch this? I think I might. I have turned away from this because it just it's just is so time consuming. It's like three nights a week. Yeah. That you have to watch or at least two. And they just would draw it out to like three hours. I used to make charts. Oh, yeah. So um, and then another part of the story is that. Hold on. You can't just say that and keep moving on. Oh, you used to what? Well, like I used to make a chart, like because there's so many people to keep keep track of. They start out with like over twenty people, and so, so are you talking about like an NBA Final <laughs> Four, oh, like like a, uh, bracket? a bracket, not a bracket. No, I there are a lot of brackets out there. I don't play that. No, just to keep track. Like I had one of those. Um, it's not a legal pad, but it's almost it's like an accounting pad that has like. It's like an old-fashioned accounting pad that has a bunch of different categories in their long, rectangular-shaped. Okay. Okay, and so I would write down the person. Okay. I would write down where they're from, Okay. their age, their profession, and I believe their race, because I had to keep track. It would be like Ben H., Ben R. So this way, you had this at your disposal i would be like i would go back to you because during the show i would be like wait a minute where's that guy from okay he's an accountant and he's from michigan and i'd be like 
I'd have to keep, and then I would eliminate when they would get kicked off. You'd I would cross them, them out. You are committed. That is commitment <laughs> well, I like loved no it. other commitment. It's so cringy and not the way I would fall in love, but I still enjoyed the whole dumb process of it. Wow. So Becca, of course, from Minnesota and mm-hmm. Rachel Lindsay, they have a podcast together oh, and fun. it's called Bachelor Happy Hour. And they had Claire on as a guest. Okay. Setting her up for success. Yeah. And they have what's called a bachelorette Bible. So Becca admitted that she's like, wait a minute. I think I have this in my mom's basement for the past two years. So she said she was going to share this Bible. It's something that Rachel, Caitlin Bristow, and Jojo Fletcher made for her ahead of her own bachelorette season. Oh, my god! So it's like everything you need to know about this process. Don't fall into this trap or that. And she didn't. The only thing I was a little disappointed about is that she did not reveal what was in that Bible. I was just going to say, I want to see it. Like, on, what does it Becca, talk about? Does it talk about know. production? Does it talk about what producers expect from you? Oh, I'm sure everything. Like, don't bring three green outfits, whatever it is. <laughs> I don't know. Bring a good bikini, work out every day, and don't eat any of your carbs for six months before. Oh Everyone's body is just amazing. Right? They're all like beauty pageant people. Hope, are you watching this? I I haven't watched I watched I watched a few. I like actually The Bachelor in Paradise. True. Like yeah. I I wouldn't mind being on that show, drink some margaritas and make out with some really attractive people. Okay, so that, that would be fun. Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> That's way more fun. That's way more fun. So it's a bunch of people just <laughs> hanging out and seeing if you yeah. have you and it's know. a bunch of couples trying to get together. So they pair up and then they get kicked off if they don't have somebody matched up with them. And so it's a lot more fun. It's in Mexico. Oh, yeah, it's on unless the beach. you're not matched up, then you're well, like, yeah, and you got to go home. Yeah. yeah, at least you get a good tan. <laughs> that's true. Rude. Mm. Okay, so that's my bachelor okay. bachelorette update. Thank you. Uh, get a load of this story. There is a singer named August Alcina. Okay, who claims he had a love affair with Jada Pinkett Smith oh. after Will Smith allegedly gave the relationship his blessing. What's his name? Let me check him out. August Alcina. And he says, I actually sat down with Will and had a conversation due to the transformation from their marriage to life partnership. And he gave me his blessing. Now, if you recall the rumors forever about Will and Jada, that they are not really, they're just kind of friends. Or that, They've they have a pact where if one of them wants to step outside of the marriage that they have to let the other person know. And I think people have taken it have taken it out of context over year over the years. But this guy is 27. He was introduced to Jada, who's 48, in 2015 by her son, Ah! Jaden. No, he says the two became very close and even vacationing with the family in Hawaii in 2016 and all attending the 2017 BET Awards together. Yeah, I see them in a picture together. Jada Pinkett Smith and August Alsina. They're on the red carpet. Mm-hmm. They're standing very close. He says he fell in love with her. Oh, He no. said, I totally gave myself to that relationship for years of my life and I truly and really, really deeply love and have a ton of love for her. I devoted myself to it. 
I gave my full self to it so much so to the point that I can die right now and be okay with knowing that I truly gave myself to somebody. Who is this person? Oh, my God. I mean, I believe him. Do you? She denies having a romantic relationship with him. Yep. Well, I mean, if he's seen on vacation with them and he's literally a friend, why would he make this up? It's not like he... Why is he sharing it is the question, I think. Oh, I mean, okay. I'm sorry, this is juicy. So there's more. He said, and I really loved a person. I experienced that, and I know what that feels like. And some people never get that in a lifetime. There's more. I know that I am completely blessed, and this conversation is difficult because it is so much that it would be hard for people to understand that. Once it starts to affect me and my livelihood, I have to speak up about my truth. How does it affect your livelihood? I don't know. He describes Jada Pinkett Smith as God's divinity on her 47th birthday. It's not clear when this ended. I mean, Will, Will Smith gave his blessing what kind of weird stuff are they into? That just never works out. I'm sorry. I don't see, I, not that I've experienced it, but I just can't see that being like, you're just like, yeah, I'm going to be okay with that. Right. Unless he has somebody that he dates. Did he, I mean, I want to know, I want to know everything. Did he open for her when she was touring or vice versa? She was touring? Well, she's in a band. Right? She is? Yeah. Right? Jada Pinkett Smith is in a band? Yeah. Okay. I have to get you the name of the band. Oh my gosh. Well, tomorrow we'll have to listen to it in the beat. Wicked Wisdom. Mm. I don't like that name. It's so <laughs> dumb. Or, yeah, American New Metal Band Wicked Wisdom. Okay. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yep. Workshop. I think a it's bit more. super rock, like super weird, crazy okay. rocks. All right. We will. Make sure that we get to this tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. This is juicy. Right? Why would he do this? I mean, do you think that he wanted money out of them? It's the only thing I can think of. Like, maybe he tried to embezzle money from them, and they said, no, we're not giving you money. And he said, okay. And so, okay, I'm going to release this story if you don't, and went ahead and did it anyway. You know who's going to get to the bottom of this, I bet? <gasps> Cobra! Yep. Team Cobra. They <laughs> know everything, and they dig deep. So... Maybe I'll listen to their show today. Maybe I'll join their show today. I don't know. Oh, my God. I know. Good. I might join them at 1230. Uh, But we got more of our show coming up. Um, You're going to enjoy this. There is a list. This is according to research of the kinkiest names. Okay. People with these names are the kinkiest people. You might want (laughs) to listen for your name when we come right back on my talk 1071. Final stretch on the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, who is not here. He's been on vacation this week. Dawn McLean filling in. Uh, I came across this list, Dawn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't ask me where I found it. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm not really sure there's any real connection between your name and whether or not you're into. Um, Things like whips and wax and tools for your bedroom. Oh, man. But there's an online store 
that sells these things, right? Okay. Oh, so they compiled their customers' names, yes. their first names. Yes. Okay. And they came, so they looked at the first names of the people who bought their kinkiest products. Oh, boy. Here we go. And they figured out who bought the most. Okay. So for men, the 10 kinkiest people <laughs> are you, Charlie and Mike. Charlie, Mike, Ryan, Scott, Joe, David and Brandon, and Sam and Fred and oh. Jordan. Oh, you're going too fast, Jordan. <laughs> yep. Okay. Hold Good on. Say them again. Let me go down my list. All right. See if you can picture Remember, anybody. Anybody, yeah, anybody I've dated with those names. Charlie. No. Mike. Yes. Yep. Uh, Ryan. Yeah. Scott. Yeah. Joe. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, really? No. Huh. Uh, me either. Uh, David? Yes, except he was French, and we said David. Oh, my God, of course he was French. <laughs> He's a French born exchange student. Really? Yes, he's a lovely person. Yeah, I dated him in college. Did he stay with you guys? No. Oh, okay. No. Uh, uh, let's see. Brandon? Sam? No, Sam. Brandon, I can't remember, so it must not have been great. Fred? No. Jordan? But I do know a Fred, and he's pretty weird. Jordan, yes, I had a long-term relationship with a Jordan. Did you? Mm-hmm. Does he fit the profile? No, not really. Okay. For women, let's see if we made this list. I didn't. We've got Jessica, Liz, <laughs> Hannah. Ah! <laughs> Hannah. Hannah. Oh, my God. Hannah. You guys. Uh... Guys, uh, I'm not kinky. Uh. Um, Sarah. Yeah. Karen. Karen? You yep. Then maybe she's so aggressive because she's really a dominatrix in the bedroom. <laughs> okay, Karen. We've got Alicia and Lily. Oh. And Lisa. Lisa. I know a Lisa who's pretty... She's pretty really? fun. Yeah, she mm. has no pants Sundays. Oh, fun. Yeah. Really? Oh, I'll get back to her. Uh, <laughs> Louise and Sophia. Oh, wow. Louise. Those There's are a baby not, name I, you don't hear anymore. Well, you know, it's funny because I thought that they were just going to be very common names. Like Mike, of course, is a common name. Right. So, of course, there's going to be more opportunities for Mikes to get sure. kinky. You sure. know? What do they consider kinky? Well, I didn't ask. Okay. Like tools. Like, let's see what tools. this. <laughs> I'm trying to see what the name of the store is because then we could find out what they sell. But I don't want to put it on my computer because, no. you know, the feds. Yeah, <laughs> the feds are going to go, uh-oh. Wow. Okay, that's a great list. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, kinkiest uh, kinkiest men and women names. There you go. Um, Dawn, I really thought you would appreciate this. I'm trying to find the video now. Um because your sister has like a hobby farm, right? She does. And if you want to follow her, it she should have a show. I think I need to tell Ellen about her. It's oh. My Bittersweet Farm is her Instagram page. Oh. And she has, she st- this is how it all started. Okay. She, a chicken, a, a chicken ended up on her porch one day. Love it. So somebody dumped a chicken. Swear to God, just like people dump dogs. They're terrible people. They dumped a chicken. And then they found out that that chick, or they thought this chicken needs friends. Okay. Oh, Lord. so my sister was like, "I need friends for this chicken." Found out the chicken one day went 
and it was a rooster. Oh, no. So it's a common, like, if you have two roosters, Mm -hmm. they don't like each other in the the sea fight. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Oh. It's fine. Yeah. There's cockfighting that goes on, and it's bad for your chickens. So some people will take the rooster and just dump it at another farm. Oh. Anyway, that's what happened. But you can only have one rooster on a farm with chickens. You need to just have one rooster. Okay, got it. So... So she got uh, a couple chickens, and then it was like five, and then more and more, and then she got um, goats like pygmy. They're they're oh my they're God. pygmy goats. I want Nigerian pygmy goats. Yes, they're small goats. Yes. So then she got two girls and two boys, and the boys have to always stay away from the girls. Then she got rabbits. So she has super special, like. Angora type rabbits, oh. like mini Rex rabbits or whatever they are. All... So many questions. Okay, did she? And then she got special chickens that are all weird, like Elizabeth Reese's chickens, like with the mohawk. Yeah, the, they yeah. have like big fluffy heads. You can't even see their eyes. Silkies. So this became a not an obsession, but yes, because then she has to build. You know, you have to have the proper housing for these animals, Well, right? yeah, that's why their pool doesn't exist anymore. Their outdoor barbecue, beautiful kitchen, she's turned into, like, rabbit huts. The sauna oh is now God. a milking station. What is the name of this the Instagram account? The basketball court is now a place for all the animals to roam around. It's called it? My Bittersweet Farm. She has be- just the cutest videos ever. Now, sometimes I will say, honestly, her voice annoys me. Your sister's Yeah, so voice? I just mute it, and I just watch it. Oh, my God. She would laugh if she heard me say that. Okay, this is amazing. Now, is it open to the public? Yeah, she loves it. She wants more Instagram followers. It's hilarious. I just followed her. Yeah, yeah she has almost uh, 1,800. She has videos all the time that are so funny. She just got, and then she gets more and more dogs. She got a herding dog to herd the goats, and it went to special training school to herd. What? Yeah. I want to go there. You can. You can go visit her. Oh, my gosh. It's hilarious. She sounds awesome. Uh, she, and my sister was a labor and delivery nurse. Oh. For people. And so she can, she delivers goats and it's kind of, you know, I mean, she, the miracle of birth is find her. She helps with that. She knows what's going on. Oh, my gosh. In the process. You but. have such an interesting story every time. Well, the reason I was asking... Oh, yeah, sorry, there was a story with this. I just took it over. There's a chicken named Francis oh. that is ticklish, and oh. I put the link in there for you to see because this woman posted it, and she wants you to know she's not hurting this chicken. It's laughing? It's like laughing when she tickles it under its wings. So we have a clip. Have you ever seen a chicken laugh? All right, you ready? <laughs> She's very ticklish. Francis. (laughs) Is that not the best? That's so cute. I love that. My sister names all of her chickens after our old aunts. Like Aunt Betty, Aunt Elsie. That's adorable. Like my mom has a lot of sisters and it's like great aunts. Like she's now has so many though, she has to name them after different things but her goats are so cute i am a big fan of the goat okay well you're gonna love jaja she's my favorite she's one of the new baby goats 
Sorry, I started watching it and I forgot that we were actually on the radio. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I, I've been telling Donna this week that I don't remember if we talk about things on the air or off. I know. I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't think it's either. It's just a thing. Okay. You know, I. It's one of those things where you know when you tell a story so many times that you don't remember if you told it to one friend and not the other, and then you're like, oh, I told you this already, and people will be like, no, you didn't. Yeah, like, or oh, they okay. go, oh, you look, the look on their face is like, I've heard this four right. times. You're like, oh, sorry, have I told you this? Sorry, I'm real popular, got lots of friends. <laughs> Sue me, Susie. Uh, anyway, what are you going to do with the rest of your day, Donskis? Well, you know, I haven't been sleeping that great. It's been very hot and humid, and the apartment that I'm moving out of, thank goodness, one of the issues is when it's really, I'm on the third floor, when it's really hot. I have an air conditioner oh. that it's almost as small as like a window unit, but it's it's built into the wall. Oh, yeah. Kind of like a, like a hotel or a motel. Yes. Would have. Yes. yes. So that does not really cool my bedroom down very well. And so I've been sleeping on the couch oh. and it sucks. So I'm going to go take a nap is what I'm going to do. Good for you. After I'm done with my work here. That's okay. my main goal. Is that sad? No. I'm probably going to eat at 430 like an old person. I am too. Okay. I forgot to eat yesterday. What? Yeah. All day? Well, no. After 12 noon, then I never ate again. And I was like, oh, man, I didn't eat. I totally forgot. Wow. It's a thing. And then you lost your phone. And then I lost my phone. Because you were loopy. Exactly, Dawn. Loopy is the word. Um, Thanks, Hope. I hope you're the best. Thank you. You're still there, right? Yes, I am. (laughs) I didn't leave you hanging. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Colleen and Bradley are going to be coming in next. We'll see you guys back here tomorrow, same time. Same place. Yada yada. Have a great day, everybody. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.